Welcome to the Discovering Our Scars podcast, where we share personal experiences so we can learn from each other. I'm Steph. And I'm Beth. I've been in recovery for 15 years and am the author of Discovering My Scars, my memoir about how what's done in the darkness eventually comes to light. I'm a lawyer turned pastor who's all about self-awareness and emotional health because I know what it's like to have neither of those things. Beth and I have been friends for years, have gone through a recovery program together, and when I wanted to start a podcast, she was the only name that came to mind as co-host. I didn't hesitate to say yes because I've learned a lot from sharing personal experiences with Steph over the years. We value honest conversations and we hope you do too. On today's show, we're going to have an honest conversation titled, What's in it for me? Then we'll share a slice of life and the show will close with questions for reflection. We'll invite you to reflect on the conversation in your own life. Hey, Beth, did you get the COVID-19 vaccine? I got the COVID-19 vaccine and I am like a little bit anxiously awaiting my turn to get a booster. Oh, are you high risk? No, it's not my turn yet. What? Which one did you get? I got Moderna. Okay, so you can just get it. I think Pfizer, you have to be within a high risk group. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. But I have to, you know, it has to be a certain number of months after you got the second one and yeah. all of that. And so yeah. I actually learned yesterday that depression puts you at higher risk for mm-hmm. worse, um, severe illness from COVID. So that is a reason that you can get the booster. Okay. So, hey, <laughs> go depression. I can get the booster. <laughs> It's on the CDC's website. You're not depressed about that? I was, yes. When I read it, my friend sent it to me. I was like, well, now I'm depressed, okay? (laughs) And I really need my booster. So um, I'm up for it in December. But so you got the vaccine. Is it because, um, did you get like, were they giving like a gift card or something? Like, was that your, like, what was your motivation to get it? What was in it for you to get the vaccine? My health is what was in it for me. And the health of the people around me and the health of my community. That's what was in it for me. And was there a gift card? There was no gift card. You didn't get to win um, the lottery? I didn't get a gift card. I didn't get uh, a free steak dinner. I didn't get I didn't get anything except my medicine. Well, you know, I donate blood and they typically give out T-shirts and a $10 gift card. And that's totally why you're doing it. That is actually the reason I do it, because (laughs) I get something and that's what's in it for me. You're like, hey, this is the nicest uh, cheap T-shirt that I've gotten in a while. Okay, I'm not going to lie. The last time I donated blood I was excited about the t-shirt. I usually don't even know what the t-shirt is, but I was excited about this t-shirt because it is a takeoff of the Friends logo, you know, the oh, TV show. Yeah. And it says uh, fighter, but mm. in the, like the same font um, as the Friends logo because uh, it's the breast cancer awareness. It's the one gotcha. for October. Yeah. October? October is breast cancer awareness yes. month. Yeah. Okay. So I was excited about that one. I should have worn okay. it today. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm, yeah, I'm joking. Like for me at least... That's exactly what you said. Like why you got the COVID vaccine. That's exactly why I got the COVID vaccine as well. I didn't need to have a, a little something. I know, I know there's been our state, Florida doesn't give anything. You're lucky that you're even getting the vaccine. Right. Be grateful Um, people. Be grateful. (laughs) We have the vaccine. It has been outlawed yet. But there are, uh, there are states that actually have been doing incentives Incentives, for people to, and they've actually seen great success with that. Um, and again, I don't donate blood because of the shirt, uh, or the gift card. (laughs) Um, I, um, I do it because I can, and I feel like it's something that is, um, is needed in the community. And so that's why I donate blood. It does. It is interesting to me. And and kind of what we want to talk about today is why, why do we need 
incentives or why do when it comes to public health, especially why is there this idea that without an incentive, it won't happen? Yeah. You know, Uh, I'm just not sure where that comes from. Well, it's interesting because I don't basically we're going to have a conversation, but I don't know that we're necessary. I don't know that incentives are a bad thing. Like I'm not, I don't, Right, right. think right. it is a bad thing. I do think sometimes you need that thing to kind of push you over the edge. For example, my I have Florida Blue Insurance mm-hmm. and they have this thing called like Better Health or something. I don't know what it's called, but it's on their website and you can get f- up to $500 off of your bill mm-hmm. for um, doing their little incentive things. And I'm like, that's free money. And but it's good for them because I, I watch their videos and do their things. And so the idea is that I would stay healthier because I'm more informed and then I get some money off. So like, I think those kind of incentives are like great. Well, I would say that kind of thing I would never ever do without an incentive. Yes, so yeah. that, that is going to require an incentive because yeah. it's not, although they may think that ultimately it's like for my best interest, I don't see it that way. Like I did with, the COVID vaccine or like I do with the flu vaccine, right? I don't, I don't wait around for somebody to be like, okay, here's your gift card for getting your flu vaccine. I get my flu vaccine because I don't want to have the flu. I had it and it was terrible. I know. (laughs) I know. I agree. And that's another thing on there is I have gotten my flu and COVID shot in one of, in two of the incentives, you get $10 um, for getting each, each one. And I was like, oh, I've already done it. Click. (laughs) Um, And I agree like those kind of things I wouldn't have done unless there was an incentive, but it was helpful because I did learn um, some information about the healthcare system that I didn't necessarily know if I wasn't like, you know, watching and I'm a very rule follower. So I'm not like skipping to the end of the video. I am watching it and I'm answering the questions because I'm like, Hey, you're giving me 10 bucks. I'll do this. Um, and uh, yeah, so those kind of incentives. And also when I worked for Apple, there was like, uh, they paid for your like gym membership. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of businesses do that. I think those kind of incentives are are really good. And we used to, um, Apple would um, like, tr- you could track your fitness and they'd have like, if, if you match your goal at a certain time, they would like give you a free t-shirt. And that was like, um, that was something they did for employees. And that was fun. And I used to do that. And I've heard of car insurance companies who like, if you, you know, will let them track the way you drive. Progressive, you know, I've done that. You can get a discount. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally not doing that. I, <laughs> I love that. Well, I barely ever drive my car. So uh, that was not hard for me. Mm. Uh, you do really have to think about how you drive though, when you have that thing in the car, but yeah, progressive. Ooh, I could put it in a car. I don't drive. Yeah. Yeah. You could put it in the car that is not driven that much. I mean, well, I mean, do the correct thing. I don't know. I don't drive my car that much. So it was just accurate. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Progressive is my favorite insurance. I've had multiple insurances and I have not switched from Progressive because they're awesome. That's a plug, not a sponsorship. (laughs) David actually told me about Progressive, who we had on the podcast a couple episodes or a couple months ago. He told me about Progressive. He's like, it's great. It actually goes down over time. I was like, no, insurance going down. It's true. And they gave it like a bonus back or they gave money back during COVID because people weren't driving. Right. I was like, this yeah. is a company right here. I did. I got, I have Geico. I got money back during yeah. COVID too. That was good. I've never tried Geico. I've tried yeah. a couple others, but um, progressive I've been super happy with. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the question. It's like when it comes to the COVID vaccine or the flu vaccine or something like that, are we going out of our way or are we just, cause well, if I'm going out of my way, then I think I need an incentive. But yeah. if I'm just doing what is best for myself, I don't, I don't know that I need an incentive for that. It's tough. Like 
like for a vaccine or something, an incentive is not going to do anything for me. Like I'm going to do it because it needs to be done for my health or and you for the health of other people. Or you won't do it if yeah. you don't think it's right for your health, right? Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't do, I would yeah. not, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't do it because I'm getting like a $10 gift yes. card. But, but I don't know, I'm trying to think of um, things that are just the right thing to do, you know, for society and ourselves. Do I need an incentive to do them? And and I feel like the answer is no. But again, I'm, I am in a very privileged spot where I am single, I work from home, I have you know, a flexible schedule. So, you know, it's not a hardship for me to go and get a vaccine. Um, but I could see where, you know, I think, and I actually, I, I believe Publix, our grocery chain in, in Florida, um, I, they used to give a $10 gift card for getting the flu shot. And I believe I heard that they're not doing that, that this year, um, which was like big news, like people <laughs> want their $10. But I could see where that could be really helpful um, for somebody that has, you know, it is a mom, is a dad that they, their schedule. So like if you were a mom or something and you were, if busy. you were, if you're a mom and you, you know, just have, you have all your kids with you, like it's a, it's a lot of work to get all that together. And, um, so I could see where that incentive would be like, okay, let me go do that. So we can also, you know, get some milk and eggs today mm -hmm. for, for the kids. So, um, so I could see it, but for me, like, those aren't things that push me over the edge. I'm just going to do them because it's the right thing to do. Right. And I think with some of the incentives that I have read about with the COVID vaccine are like employers saying, you know, you can have a day off of work because yeah. there is a chance that you could have a, a mild reaction. And so, you know, you might be thinking, well, I don't want to do that and then have to go back to work and not feel yeah. good. Uh, I will say that at the time I got my COVID vaccines, I was, it's when I was serving at the hospital and we did a whole episode about that, but they said the opposite. <clears throat> so they said, you may have your vaccine when you know you're going to have a day off. You can get your vaccine the day before that. So that if you're sick, it happens on your day off. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a little, ooh. <laughs> and their rationale was we can't have, Every you know, a bunch of people from the hospital. We can't have medical staff not here. Yeah. I wasn't medical staff, so it didn't, didn't apply to me in the same way, but was like, no, you know, we can't just have everyone calling in sick because we are the medical providers. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Yeah, that one's a little, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not so fun. But yeah, no, I totally think, um, especially businesses that are mandating it, which that's a whole conversation, what you feel about that. But um, I do think, you know, the bare minimum, letting them have the day off after, you know, giving some of those incentives, I think is, it feels very right to me. Speaking of vaccines, Tosh got her vaccines yesterday. Way to go, Tosh. I was, yes, she got four vaccines. Ooh. There was no incentive. There was a big price tag, but no incentive. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Here's your dog's vaccines. Did she have any adverse reactions? She didn't. The Yay. vet said she might be more tired. And I'm thinking, so dead? Because what's more <laughs> tired than a greyhound? <laughs> she was not more tired. And she's like, she might not eat for 24 hours. We get home. She's like, the whole food is gone. I'm like, okay, I guess she didn't hear about this. Right. <laughs> she ate Max too. I was like, okay, great. So um, she did well. There was no incentive uh, beyond uh, my dog was going to get her vaccines. Yeah. You don't She's want to be taken sick. care of. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you think that the, the fact that incentives get offered, that that creates an incentive? I mean, that that creates an expectation that there will be more incentives. Like, for example, mm. with the Publix thing, I don't know if they're doing 
the $10 gift card this year. But if they don't, I think people will be like, what the heck? I've always gotten my $10 gift card. I don't know, because I feel like if it's your sole reason for getting something was like the bonus, then yes, that would really affect you. But I think it would be more just like a bummer. Like if, oh, they're not doing it this year. Oh, bummer. Well, I'll just go get it. Um, So I don't. And actually, you know, it's very beneficial for businesses to do flu shot because when people are in the store, then they buy stuff. So it's actually very good for, you know, Publix was probably, you know, making way more money by giving out those $10 gift cards than, um, you know, than they would because you have to go walk in there, wait, get your shot. And um, and that's why a lot of businesses want to be the ones giving out the shots. Well, I feel like I kind of missed out on something because... I always thought that it cost $10 to get yeah. the flu shot. And then, then they were just giving you this $10 gift card. And I was like, well, then I'm just breaking even. So yeah. I'm not going to bother to get my flu shot yeah. here. And now I'm like, oh, maybe it was going to be free. Yeah. And I was going to get the $10 gift card. And I really did miss out on the 10 bucks. And now I feel like I missed out on something. That's the other thing is it's free. Yeah. You know, I obviously I have insurance. Um, so I'm assuming it's free because I have insurance. But I'm also kind of feeling like it's free if you don't. I don't know. I have no idea how that works, but um, I feel like it changes from year to year. I mean, I've had the same insurance for a long time, yeah. and I feel like there are some years that I've had to pay ten dollars. Oh, and there are some years that it's been free. This year, it was free. Okay, yeah, I've I don't remember paying. Yeah, and I've had Florida Blue for a long time. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, in that right there is an incentive. The fact that you literally don't have to pay anything. Like, think about that. Like, this is something that will help protect us from being you know painfully ill and infecting their people and we don't have to pay a thing like that that to me and like um a lot of medications are like i got like i don't get a lot of medications but the last time i got one it was like two dollars mm. or it was free no the last one was free and i was like okay i'll just take this then okay thanks yeah it's just like um that's a pretty good incentive that it literally is like costing me nothing or like you know well, it's costing you your health insurance premiums Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. But it's, it's very, I mean, in my eyes, you have to have health insurance. That's like a non-negotiable. So, um, so the fact that the things that I need within my health insurance, once I, you know, pay those is pretty minimal. It's, it's pretty good. You know, if I'm going to be pay the health insurance, might as well do the things to protect my health. <laughs> so what are some other areas where we kind of see this attitude of what's in it for me? We are thick into the holiday season now. And uh, we're all spending time with family. And for some of us, that's a really great thing. And for some people, it's harder. And I mm. I bet that there are some folks who are like, oh, this family gathering. Like, why do What's I in keep it going? for me? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, that's interesting. Yeah. Like, why do I? Yeah. Because that's holidays is one of those times where it's like the happiest time of year, the most stressful time of year, the saddest time of year. It's like all of the things that this time of year is like all of the things. So do you say that? Do you like, oh, why am I doing this? What's in it for me? Like, I don't enjoy these people. No, but there have been, there have been times where it was like, especially with much older relatives where I, where I was, I was kind of like, well, do we really have to do that? Mm. And it was like a have to. And then I was able to shift my perspective and be like, you know what? I can choose to go and honor them, you know, by, by, sharing life with them and listening to their stories and being fully present with them. And like that, that made it a choice for me rather than a have to like, Oh, I can choose to honor them. Okay. 
um, that's what's in it for me is that um, I am going to be happy that I honored them. And, you know, do you think that's a, a very, do you think it's an American thing that at, we always have to, what we always have to get something out of everything we do and we have to, it has to be enjoyable in some way or we have to justify it in some way. We can't just do it because it's the right thing to do. Right. I think that, yeah. I think it is. Very I mean, maybe American. it's true in other Western cultures too. Um, but I don't know, but it's very, it feels American. It feels American. <laughs> it feels American. Like I'm not going to do that. I'm right. I don't, this is a free yeah. country. Yeah. And so I don't not have to do that. <laughs> yeah. No, that sounds right. No, I agree though. Like, especially like growing up, we would like go see family and like, why are we doing this? This isn't fun. I want to be home with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't do a great job as a kid, like just how to justify right. it. But um, as I gotten older, um, you know, a lot of times I do it for my mom. Like she mm-hmm. wants it. She wants me to go see X, Y, and Z. And so I'll do that because I'll, you know, do it right. for my mom. And, and that's kind of how I justify it. And um, I do think it's important to justify it for myself, at least, because then I'm able to have the right attitude. Right. If I can't see why I'm doing something or really justify it, then I'm, I don't have the right mindset. So I would say, whether it's American or not, I do think it's just, it is important for my, like, my mental stability to be able to like, okay, why am I doing this? And so I'm not just angry the whole time. Right. And I'm like, and so you don't feel like you've been shitted on. Exactly. Right? Oh, you ha- you should go see so-and-so. Well, you know what? I'm going to figure out a reason why I want to go see so-and-so. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, Beth. So I have a good one. Okay. Something. Do you need incentive to donate to charity? Some charities. <laughs> Okay. Do elaborate. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, I, I um, I I do think that charitable giving is really important, and it's something that Stephen and I have prioritized our whole marriage. Really, um, I don't I don't think that of giving to the church is like donating to charity. That's a different thing for me. Tithing. Yeah, that that's a spiritual discipline. That's between us and God. It's different. But like, if I take a load of stuff to an organization like Goodwill, mm-hmm. I might not always choose Goodwill, but an organization like that, um, I want a receipt because I want to be able to claim it on my taxes. She wants receipts, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't, it's not why I donate, especially that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm just so grateful to be able to get rid of yeah. this stuff. Um, but I mean, I do, I've, I've, We've, I've never sat down and gone, okay, we need another tax deduction. Let's find a charity to give to. But I do take the deductions we're entitled to. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I don't, okay, yeah. Well, I guess what I was thinking about was um, there are some charities that, or there's some things you could donate to where, you know, something as simple as at the grocery store. Mm. Do you want to donate $5 and get your name on this balloon and put it on the wall? No, I Because do it's... It's, you know, incentive for doing it because, oh, look, people will see my name and see I'm a good person. Or, you know, if you donate this much money to a college, you can get a classroom with your big name on it. You know, is that an incentive? I look forward to doing that. I totally want my name on something. If you're a development director and you're listening to this episode, call me. What's a development director? (laughs) They're the people who call people to get money. Oh, what's you want to donate? What school do you want to donate to? I don't know. I don't have enough money for like a big school. (laughs) You don't want to, you don't want your, your name on your, the school. You don't want to replace Harvard. With right. I don't Beth want it Demi. to be like, you know, it's no longer Dope Campbell stadium. It's now like the Demi, Demi. family stadium. Okay. I'm not, I understand. I don't have those kind of resources, yeah. but um, yeah. 
That's a that's a goal for you in life is to have your name on a building because you gave a buttload of money. I mean, maybe. How much is a buttload to you? How much money would you like to give to? Uh, as I mean, I would like to get it done with the smallest donation possible. She that's wants how generous she wants I am. to give the smallest amount of money, <laughs> but the biggest font ever. Who's got a closet available that they really need a new plaque for? Because I could be a part of that. Um, so that you're being serious. You want to get your name on a classroom or a building of some sort one day to show your to show how giving you are. I don't know. I mean, I'm not I can't say like that it's like on my list as an actual goal, but I would say that I think that it can be a, a neat way to establish a legacy and a neat way to feel like you will be remembered and that your existence will be remembered. Like I kind of get that. Why do you think that matters to have your name? Like, why do you think your name on a building would show that you mattered? Well, I know that when I am on campuses that I, you know, I see a place and it's named after somebody, I'm like, oh, I wonder what they did. Or I wonder who they are, you know? And it's like their name lives on if nothing else. I feel like maybe you don't put the same value on that. No, I like hearing, you know, people's opinions. Um, I personally have no desire to have my name on anything. Um, I feel for me, like I feel like my legacy will live on by the work that I do and by the, the life I've let led. But I'm not saying that the feeling you have yeah, is wrong. Yeah. I'm just saying that's never been a feeling I've had inside that I want, you know, like I haven't walked by a and, to, and when I walk by a building with someone's name on it, I'm like, wow, they gave a buttload of money. Good mm. for them. Like, that's what I think. Um, and so it's interesting. We kind of have different yeah. viewpoints. Usually when I see a name on something like a building on a park bench, I have more of, a, I wonder who they were mm-hmm. because, it, you know, it's a smaller whatever. And I feel like it's a more meaningful gesture. It's more of a gesture yeah. of like something sweet than like a giant building. Um, I tend to, when I see a name like, like that, I tend to think, oh, they had a buttload of money. Yeah, but I think uh, I think most of our buildings are not named after people who have donated money. I mean, I don't, obviously, I don't have any actual statistics on this. But like, for example, my kids go to Lawton Childs High School. He didn't donate a cent for that public school to be built, right? Or um, Or any of the other public schools that you think about, like. Well, and I wouldn't, and I don't think that, because yeah. I actually went to trials and I remember why they named it. And that was a big deal to name it after him because he hadn't, he hadn't been dead long enough, (laughs) which is weird, but there's like a certain (laughs) amount of time you have to be dead before that happens. That is different. Like, I guess I'm I'm thinking of like, um, like a a classroom, um, or like a big, um, I don't know. There's places where it's like, that's something that someone paid for. Yeah. Um, I definitely like, I don't look at Childs and be like, Oh, how much money you give? I know he didn't. Right. He was a governor of, of Florida. He was right. a great governor. And right. that's, that's why it was named after him. So I get where you're coming from. Um, where you're like, Oh, that's interesting. I want to look up that person and kind of see about their life. Um, so, I mean, I can see where you're coming from. Um, and I'm not, you know, saying that that's a, a silly goal in life or anything like that. Like if, um, you know, if I went to the, Demi uh, auditorium, I'd be excited. Me too. <laughs> I'm just trying I to hope think. It's lovely inside. <laughs> I was trying to think what kind yeah. of building would it be? I don't know. I don't know. I know. Oh, the law school, Demi Law. Oh, no. Demi Law. Yeah. No, no maybe some, maybe or something. pastoral or something. <laughs> Demi maybe, Church. You know what? 
I could probably get a classroom at my seminary. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're low on resources. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, Hopefully they don't listen to this. I came to you because you were the lowest bidder. <laughs> well, I don't think they probably would mind. Um, there have also been times when my husband and I have made charitable donations because we like, oh, this charity is hosting a party and we want to go to the party. You know how many like spam and robocalls, you know, we all get and it's like your car insurance is about to expire. <laughs> da, 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 da. You know, you know, the classics oh, yeah. or your car warranty and car warranty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like word. the classic stuff. And and I always wonder, like, does how does this work? Why are you wasting your time? It's like it's got to work on somebody and on right. people for it, too, because there is a part where you want to be, you know, I think there's a part of all of us that we want to you know, do the right thing. We want to be helpful and yeah. all these things. And I think that's what they're preying on is, right. is that part of us. Um, that stuff never works for me. I used to get calls from my college, like mm -hmm. every year around the same time, I get a call, call from my college. They wanted me to give money. And I finally blocked the number because I was tired of accidentally answering it every year. <laughs> and, um, and for me, like the pressure, the sales pressure technique yeah. never works. Like you have to donate now. Can you email me some information so I can read about this? Uh, no, I need it now. No, I I want to research. If I'm going to give my money to something, like I want to know that it's actually going to the charity. And there's actually websites you can look up to see how much percentage goes to actually funding the charity, how much is administration, things like that. Um, so if I'm going to donate, like I want to do it for the right reasons. And sometimes I donate, you know, just to you know, friends that are going through hard times and things. It's not tax deductible. Right, right, it's not anything. Sure. It's just like, I want, I can, and I want to help. Yeah. Yeah. I have had to make those calls. The when college I was calls? In, when I was in oh. law school, oh. I had to call. It was a condition of a scholarship that I got. Oh, I had yeah. to agree to make the phone calls and it was, it was not fun. Yeah. And then in seminary, so this was like more recently, um, they, said that anyone who received any kind of a scholarship had to make not calls to ask for money, but calls just to say calls to people who had donated to say, um, hi, I'm a student and I just wanted to tell you about my experience. Oh, yeah. Gosh. And I was like, I, first of all, I don't love talking on the phone. Yeah. Second of all, cold calling people who are not expecting you to yeah. call is so and waiting for the yeah. and waiting for you to be like, and here's some, we need some money. Right. Yeah. Well, we didn't, we didn't have to do the ask at least in seminary, but in law school we did, we had to actually ask, you know, can you, so, so once a year, some kid from the law school calls and I'm like, Hey, I know how yeah. fun it is not to have to make these calls. Um, but I'm still not going to donate. Thanks yeah. anyway. Well, and I knew the same thing at my college. I knew that these were kids getting scholarships. They had to do it. And yeah. so I was, I was nice. Yes. But you know, I'm like, I don't want to continue having this conversation. And as yeah. you said, which I'm shocked, I didn't realize you don't like talking on the phone. I obviously despise talking on the phone as the introvert that I am. <laughs> um, so if you don't like talking on the phone, I don't know who does. Right. If you like talking on the phone, <laughs> call in. Please call in to our voicemail number. We'll give it at the end of the show and tell us that you like talking on the phone because we apparently both of us don't like talking yeah. on the phone. And I'll I want to know my mom. She's I want to know, yeah. know who you are and we want, you know, we want to hear you talk. And obviously <laughs> you would love to call because you like to talk. So how about when you go to a store and they say, if you buy $50, I saw this at Target recently. If you buy $50 worth of toys, you get a $10 gift card. I am such a sucker for those. Are you? They work on me almost every time. 
when my kids were little, there was this store, uh, this clothing store called Jimboree. Yep. And they would do a whole thing called Jim Bucks. And so, you know, you would spend, I can't remember, let's say you spent $100 and you would get $50 in Jim Bucks. But then to spend the $50 in Jim Bucks, you have to spend another $100. Right? What? Yeah, it was, oh, yeah. It was yeah. like such a scam. But like, me and all of my mommy friends, we were oh, no. so into our gym bucks. Oh, like we gosh. were so about it or like Kohl's does Kohl's cash. Yeah. Um, that's a big thing. But I actually have a target story that happened recently that was a little bit devastating to me. So I have the target app. I shop at target a lot. It's kind of my go-to store. Um, okay. So in the target app, there was this, there's this thing called target circle. And if you, <laughs> they had this promotion where if you had three visits, within a certain period of time where you spent $85 or more, you would get $20 back. Now, normally I would never be close to hitting that, um, hitting it in that period of yeah. time, but we had some circumstances where we were buying stuff for some other folks. And so it just kind of, um, it just kind of worked out that I had two of my visits in and I needed one more visit mm-hmm. to get this incentive. And I was like, listen, I've already got two of them. I was like, listen, okay, I need, I need some new laundry baskets. I need, paper towels and I need toilet paper. I can hit that $85. Mm. So Hannah, my daughter said, Hey mom, I need to run to target and get a three ring binder. And I was like, great. When you go also get these things, but make sure you put in my phone number when you check out so that I will get my bonus. What happened? She forgot to put in my phone number What? and she, and she got all the things I asked for. So it was more than $85 and I did not get my $20. How did she not put in the phone number? Hannah, she just forgot. No, I, that's not I'm good like, enough. That's not good enough. Like Tell her she owes you twenty dollars. <laughs> oh my gosh! Did. I almost did she that. I was like, you. I'm being so ridiculous. You so bought her a three ring binder. It it's probably twenty dollars. <laughs> Those things go for like thirty on in the internet. And honestly, we had three ring binders at home. I mean, <laughs> so she didn't she really even need a brand just... new one. So yeah, I didn't get my twenty dollar target wow. incentive, even though I really, I really deserved it. I also deserved it because I had already tried to put in a drive up order. And it would have met the $85 threshold, except that they were out of some of the things that I wanted. So then they didn't give me any credit for trying. Wow. Beth, so, Beth, Beth. This is, I'm glad you're sharing this because I think this is something that's going to be therapeutic for you. <laughs> um, okay. First of all, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. Thank you. Thank you. It was um, a hard time. Second of all, a win for Target. Man, they got a lot of your money and they didn't give you anything. So yes. great. Good job, Target. This is yes. exactly why they do incentives like this, because they know, A, you're going to try and fail, or B, you're going to get the gift card, and then you're going to fall. It's going to fall somewhere. You're going to forget about it. <laughs> they know. They see you coming, folks. I don't lose gift cards. And I will say... Well, no, but uh, I think a majority... I mean, I do think that that's a big reason why they mm. do these things, is they think people will forget to use them. Well, the Target gift cards you can put in your app, just like you can a Starbucks gift card. So I okay. never lose them. Yeah. And that's what I, yeah, that's what I do with Starbucks cards too. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the only, um, I don't do the Target Circle thing, um, but I do have the Starbucks app and sometimes they'll have like, um, you know, get like three T's during this time and then you can get more stars. So I'll do that. Right. Um, and there was, I do remember one time where it was like, get three handcrafted beverages um or like five days in a row or something and that was like before covid and that's when i was like going once a day and i was like 
done doing it right and on the fifth day like i did it and i was like i'm so proud i'm so proud and i never got the whatever and i was like who do i complain to right but then i was like you know this is why i shouldn't do these things because i shouldn't get worked (laughs) up about this so i don't really pay attention well i don't go to starbucks anymore which is just sad covid sad um but um yeah, I have a more healthy relationship with Starbucks now. <laughs> Maybe once a week, if that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was really like disappointing to think, oh, I'm going to get this incentive. And then turns out that I didn't. Yeah. So I have one last thought here. So Beth, what's in it for you being the co-host on this podcast? The main thing that's in it for me is that I get to spend time with you. That's All my main. Feels. That's my main motivation. <laughs> And then the second thing that's in it for me is that I like the conversations we have and I like what we, you know, what we think through together and uh, wow, what's in it for you? (laughs) So this is a podcast and people can't see your face, but the way you asked that was just so like, it was very heavy with like (laughs) a look and like an accusatory. It was very, that was well done. Thank you. My face says a lot. It does say a lot. What's in it for me is, um, when I wrote my book, I wanted to, I knew I was putting out everything. I was like an open book, literally an open book. And I, I knew if I just wrote it and was done, then I wouldn't be able to continue being open. Like I needed, it's something, something that takes practice is to continue to be open and to continue to be vulnerable and to continue to talk about hard things. I wanted to be able to do that. And I wanted to be able to continue to share kind of my story and my journey and things I've learned along the way. Um, but I couldn't do that by just kind of writing the book and being done. So for me, the podcast helps me continue to be able to have this conversation of, um, you know, honest conversations and talking about hard things or talking about things that I wouldn't typically talk about and talking to people that I wouldn't be able to talk about in general. Cause it would be weird if I was like, Hey, I loved your book. Can we, can we chat right. on the phone? Um, I don't really have that much time, right. but, um, so like there's just so many opportunities that come with having the podcast and having, time dedicated and kind of having structure behind it. So, um, so what's in it for me is I get to continue to explore sharing my story, continue to explore learning about other people's story and sharing that with other people. We have a ton of fun making this podcast and we love knowing that you have fun listening. Some of you have asked how you can support us in this work Well, actually, there is something you can do. We're now on buymeacoffee.com. You can go there and become a monthly supporter or just buy us a one-time cup of coffee or tea for Steph. Yep. (laughs) To show our thanks for your support, we put PDFs of our questions for reflection as well as pictures, outtakes, polls, and more. Your support helps cover production costs like professional transcripts we have made for every episode. And by the way, those are always available on our website with a link in each of the descriptions of the episodes. One of the great things about Buy Me A Coffee is that you actually get an email when we post new content. You can go straight there and you don't have to deal with ads or being bombarded with other content. You see exactly the content you're looking for without a bunch of distractions. We post once or twice for each episode and we're excited to get your feedback as members of our Buy Me A Coffee page. There's a support link in the description where you can find out more and to sign up. 
So I really do want to know if you are someone that likes to talk on the phone, we want to hear from you. We have a phone number that you can call in and you can leave us a voicemail. Sorry, you won't be able to talk to us on the phone because like we have said in the episode, we don't talk on the phone, but we'd love to hear your voice over voicemail and just tell us why you like to talk on the phone because I am genuinely curious. Um, But if you don't like to talk on the phone, you can also text that number and we can text from that number. So Beth will tell you what the number is. That's 850-270-3308. And that is actually a Google voice number. So it doesn't actually go to our phones if you're curious. If you want to know Beth's number, she'll tell you that right now. I'm pretty pretty generous with my (laughs) cell phone number, actually. Maybe more generous than I should be. (laughs) That you want to be? Or you should be. Should probably yeah. should. That's probably a should. That's probably, That's a, probably should. a should. Yeah. Probably a should. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to talk about an activity that I've been getting into lately because this is like my new favorite thing. Um, I recently, like three weeks ago, I got, I, I, for the last two years, I've been getting into kayaking and I finally decided that I was going to get my own kayak and I bought my own kayak and I bought a folding kayak. So I finally yes. splurged on this and I wasn't sure. I saw a lot of mixed reviews. But it's um it's called Oru Kayak and it folds up into a box. It actually is a box. Like it's not mm. in a box. Like it becomes a box and then it becomes a kayak. And I absolutely love it. They make different models. I have the inlet model. Um, and it is an amazing kayak. I've been kayaking nine times since I got it. And I am just loving it. And my mom is loving kayaking now. And Emily, who we had on the podcast, she is loving kayaking now. And I'm just like finding all these new kayaking friends. And I'm like planning out there's different springs in Florida that have like really pretty places to kayak and I'm like making notes and I'm um I'm just it's my whole new thing and I love it and you made some videos about the kayak right so we could put links to those in the show notes yeah Yeah, so just for fun I was like oh let me film this process so I filmed kind of like a first look at the or you kayak and then I've been um I kind of was just wanting to try out using different GoPro mounts um, mm. on the kayak. And then I was like, looking at the footage like, this is pretty good, I can make a video. So that's kind of how I started making mm-hmm. videos of the the other trips. So are you into any new hobbies lately? No, but I don't know if I told you, but um, we bought another car. What? Yeah. What? Not, what? Yeah, we, we bought another you car. You have no more space. We have no more space. You had no more space before. We had no more space before. What it's car so did true. you get? It's a 1990 Jeep Grand Wagoneer. Let me see a picture. I That was a lot of words. It's a it Jeep. Was, so it's Well, it's Steven? a Jeep, but it's an SUV. So this was something Steven wanted? Yes. Well. For what purpose? I mean, it's cute. It looks 90s. It's, it's a really, yeah, it's a really fun car. It was on my like list of cars that I'd like to have one day, um, which, you know, is not a list that every person has. I appreciate that. But if you were married to my husband, you would have that list because cars are really important to him. Um, Why? And it came well, up on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, no. And it was oh, no. a really good deal. And of so. Because no one has space it. for another car except you Including guys, apparently. Us. Yes. So. so you you got another car. This is something you wanted. Well, no, he has been very clear. This is his car. Okay. Like, okay. The, I have my very reliable daily driver and I have my really fun pickup truck. Yeah. Um, everything else is on him anyway. Uh, yeah. So that was my, so that's, that's your new hobby. We have a, we have a new vehicle, another new vehicle in the family. Okay. 
At the end of each episode, we end with questions for reflection. These are questions based on today's show that Beth will read and leave a little pause between for you to answer to yourself or you can get a PDF on our Buy Me a Coffee page. Number one, why do you listen to this podcast? What's in it for you? Number two, do small incentives motivate you to take action like Beth's target story? Number three, how do you motivate yourself to do something hard or uncomfortable like spending time with extended family? And number four, how often do you do something even if there's nothing in it for you? This has been the Discovering Our Scars podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you.